Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Forever Dog Well, the girl who's supposed to replace my assistant I can't stand her How about I just hire you And I'll say I hired outside of the company Sue Ellen, everyone over 30 Needs a cucumber in her fridge would you like your martini sweet or dry? Uh, both. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not like I'm saying we should sleep together. Unless that's something you're into. Oh, hey. Uh, Wait, what did he do? Are... <laughs> that thing? Oh, I'm joking. I'm joking. Uh, unless that's something you're into. We are quoting... Uh, Don't, Don't tell, tell mom, mom the babysitter's, the babysitter's dead. dead. Which is at the top of the list for the Quarantine Movie Club, if you are looking for suggestions. But you know what? We're not here to talk about movies right now. No, 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 no. We're here to to sip on this. Ooh, wait, look. I actually have a French press. Look at this. Oh, wow. And you better get a potholder because look. that looks hot. It is. Ooh, oh, my gosh. Ooh, I'm hotter than the gas. The I'm pushing down the plunger. Ooh. Oh, my God. Oh, this gas is totally it's, hot. It's so dark. It's so rich. Okay. Mm. We are back with another steaming, piping, piping, scolding, scolding serving of hot This is our weekly chat show where we talk about events in our lives, lives. issues in politics, politics, and take a deep dive, deep dive into the DMs. DMs. Let's get into some Oh my gosh, yeah. it's May. It's May. It's gonna be Mayhem Miller. There it is. <laughs> it's Miller time, honey. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Um, uh, just, I was just skipping around the Maypole this morning. What were you doing? Well, I hope you were six feet. I hope your Maypole was six feet from the, the rest of the contestants in the Maypole competition. <laughs> It was a one-woman maypole. One-woman maypole. You can class up a stripper pole. I knew you could. Thank you so much. She's girl. a spinner. She's a spinner girl's here. Uh, yes, it is May 1st. It is May Day. We, uh, we only have and... two and a half weeks of lockdown left to go. If we're going with May 19th. I'm just going so with... So you say. I'm just going with what they told me because when I... When I start a project, I like to have the end in sight, kind of, even though mm-hmm. I like to know where the end is. I don't necessarily need to see it, 
It's like when with guys fucking me, I don't need to see it, but I need to know it's there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, well, I don't know. I, I I have a feeling I have a feeling that date might be moved. But you know what? I'd love optimism and optimists live longer. So we might have to push. <laughs> we might have to push that back. Um we'll have to touch base about it. Um when the time gets closer. I, one but, more, there there are some um some things that are happening online now that haven't been uh online before. I'm not sure this mm-hmm. exciting news about the Webby Awards. I mean, it seems like they're going to Wait, be, wait, 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 what? Girl, we've been nominated for a Webby. Well, wait, are you not nominated? Oh, excuse, <laughs> please. <laughs> what what? We're we're Two-time Queerty Award winners. Honorable mention in the television and film podcast category. Who are they honoring? Who the fuck? <laughs> who the fuck is nominated? Um, now I'm fired well, up. We- Why'd you have to go and put this on the outline? I would have never known. I would have gone about my life <laughs> because having never had this come across my desk. Because so upsetting. Deal. This is like across all podcasts everywhere about everything. Wait, a big, and? a big deal because there's money, prizes, or a claim <laughs> attached to this award. Are any of those three things attached? Um, a claim, a, a like an insurance claim, like I can sue them for not nominating us. <laughs> no, no, I'm sorry. So, okay, so who's well, nominated for the podcast? Let's see. Where's the honorable mentions? I click the website and I don't see any honorable mentions. Okay, so there are five <laughs> nominations up top. There's a Vanity Fair podcast, the Huff Post podcast, a Netflix podcast, the people from The Office. Master Groundbreaking. Studio. And then if you click show honorees, we're right there. Race Chaser. Love huh. Island the morning after. Oh, so there's only three honorees. Yes. Oh. In the film and television category, there are three honorable mentions who got a nod from the Webbies. I mean, it's so well, wonderful that they nominated all those corporate entities and uh, <laughs> and just sloughed right. aside the individuals who try to bring um, entertainment to people without corporate boardrooms and mandates and uh, woman dates, trans dates. Well, uh you know, it is very nice for for them to mention us, and I I will take it as an honor, as an honorable mention, and we're in good company. And I actually, some of these podcasts sound like amazing, and I'd like to check them out. Like behind the scenes Netflix, I bet that's fucking riveting. And I'm not being sarcastic; I really mean it. Um. Well, thank you. Let's move on. <laughs> thank you so I, much. But so. the good news is we don't have to spend the next like month and a half plugging this every episode. So because we're not campaigning for votes, though, if you do want to contact the Webby Awards and just be a bee in their bonnet and say you should have nominated Race Chaser, you made a mistake. If you if the listeners out there, if you have free time on your hands, I don't know, maybe there's a contact Webby Awards. Um, if you go to webbyawards.com, you can just um you control them. You let them know the drag chasems is <laughs> is the the epitome of of wherewithal and um just give them all the big words you know. And just remember, we're here for you. Uh, 
No, I just listened to this podcast. What's this wee shit? No. <laughs> they did a super cut of every commercial for every product, and literally every commercial says in some way, we're here for you. In these troubling times, we're here for you. Coca-Cola is here for you. NBC is here for you. ExxonMobil is here for you. So we are also here for you. But you know who's fucking actually here for you? Who? Suck less face and body. Oh. Applause. <laughs> oh, wow. Mm-hmm. This so, is a big deal. And you look so amazing in that promo pic. Sean Videla. Oh. So tell me about this. Tell me the story. My dream, I always wanted to open a makeup company and call it Coverboy because, you know, it's the the oldest joke in the book, Cover Girl Don't Cover Boy. And I was a boy. (laughs) Um, And I thought it was just such a great joke and I couldn't pass it up. Did I think that there might be an issue with it? Yes. But I I can't just leave that, like, joke fruit hanging on the tree without picking it. So I picked it and then I did the smart thing. Well, my company did. Um, like I'm smart. Uh, they they told me that we shouldn't put our name on all the packages because if we do get sued, we'd have to you know cancel all the product and throw it out. So we only put it on the packaging. So um, oh, okay. it's it's gonna be fine. We just have to change the boxes. Okay. All the orders are still rolling out and going in. Um, I just opened up my box for we're here and they put in that which or sorry they put my makeup in that suck less face and body um that's great yeah and it it was really a surprise because i'm not used to um honestly i'm not used to people doing stuff for me without asking and uh i i don't know if it was eureka bob or shangela that had me included in it but that's cool that they're including you know um small businesses and queer businesses and my business yeah that's amazing, and uh, congratulations on the launch. Uh, the it's it's so exciting, and the makeup is really really good. Thank you. Um, thank uh, I I'm grateful for this rebrand. Mm-hmm. And um, girl, check out sucklessfaceandbody.com if you want to check out Willem's amazing makeup products. I'm not only endorsing it; I also use the makeup myself. Mm. Me too. Too. You look so great, and I can't believe you have all four colors of glitter on right now. <laughs> you know, I wanted to just, I wanted to go for it, because this is a non-broadcast Zoom meeting, but I like to look my best on Zoom. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's good, too. It's. I'm wondering how you got those googly eyes to stay on your nipples, though. I'll never tell. Okay. It's a little secret. I'll never tell, and I'll also never tell you how I stole the gold throne. Do-wa. <laughs> Do-wa. <laughs> and also, if you'd like to read this script for this movie for HBO that I've been working on. What? It's called Bulk. Oh. So if, you, if you'd like to read, I think you have what it takes, kid. Oh, wow. Do you want to smell my right pits? I would like that. Yes, I would. I would appreciate that. Um, <laughs> speaking of ripe pits, uh, no, this has nothing this, to do uh, with that. Uh, Santino Rice on Twitter. Have you been paying attention to this? I don't girl, know. What's going I saw on with it this. because he said something about portly children or something. And bitch, I was I was a straight up fat kid. My 
I, my mother was told portly. Portly. Oh, portly. I thought you said courtly. No. Portly. Portly. He talked about portly children or like fat kids or something. And I was like, really? My, I remember a, a store employee told my mother they didn't have clothes for fat kids in front of me. And she waited to talk to the manager. And I just remember thinking like, why would someone make fun of a kid? Like, that's one of my things that, like, I, I leave out. Like, I don't fuck with kids. I don't fuck with weight, teeth, or um, weight, teeth, or age, pretty much. Those are cu- the couple things. So, like, for Santino to be directing any attention at kids that's negative right now, just stupid. And, like, you don't even have what kids. What did he say? He's, I don't... He, he said he was hacked because he put up this thing about anti-vaxxing. And he's put up anti-vax stuff before. I went through everybody's receipts. And now he's saying, oh, I was hacked and blah, 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 blah. It's like, mm. girl, I'm sure mm. you regret what you said now. But do I believe that you've been hacked? Maybe. Do I believe this was a hack? Not based on your other tweets, girl. And plus... you. Why do you have a fucking opinion on vaccinations right now? You don't have a child. Yeah. You know, it's like me caring about um, uh, reproductive rights other than... No, wait, wait, wait. That's different. (laughs) Hold on. That's something that we can get on. We can... We can join the fight for, even though we don't yeah. have the plumbing. Yeah, I spoke. I spoke too soon on that one. Let me think of something else. <laughs> it's like me caring about, um, well, something that has nothing I to do that with kids me. Kids should be vaccinated. Is he saying that they shouldn't? Yes. Okay. Well, I think that's a that is a, a, a that is a hornet's nest that we can open on another episode. Yeah. And I'd rather not open it right now. Uh, I, I, I think that um, <laughs> we should definitely be vaccinating uh, the cute kids for sure. Oh, my God. Not the portly okay. ones. Got to keep Santino happy. No portly kids. <laughs> can you, you know, believe he judged that- us on a show? I hope that Santino goes ahead and changes his password so he doesn't get hacked anytime soon. Because, uh, yeah, I don't. Is it just a prerequisite that that the that like I if you were if you were like on the judging panel on Drag Race and you're no longer that you that your activity on Twitter becomes increasingly volatile and chaotic? Is that just like? Is that the brand? I think he's starring in the second season of Britney and Kevin Chaotic right now. We <laughs> should keep an eye on Merle Ginsburg's social because what if she's just like showing pictures of her dick and like uh, and like uh, <laughs> tweeting nonsense? I, I don't know. Um, she seems to be fine. Before we g- close out with the rainbow spotlight, I just want to do an honorable mention about the show We're Here. And I know that it's been out for a minute at this point, but it's really, really good. It's wonderful. I really enjoyed watching it. It's on HBO. It's starring Bob the Drag Queen, Eureka O'Hara, and of course, Shangela. Uh, it's so fucking good. It takes you on a roller coaster. And they're really just, they're really putting themselves out there. And I'm so excited to see what happens uh, in some of these cities that they're that they're showing up in, I'm really fucking excited about it. It's good. Uh, I like that they're employing a lot of uh, people behind the scenes too. All the girls are executive producers. Um, mm-hmm. Six, a, a drag queen that from mm-hmm. LA that's done my makeup a couple times, and she works uh, yeah. quarantine queen and all over LA. She's been doing makeup on it. Um, 
Shangela's main designer, the guy's Diego, who does a lot of her clothes. I follow him online. I've never worn anything by him. He's working on it. Like, there's a lot of queer people making money off of this show, and it's a good show, so support it. Even if you don't watch it, just DVR it. You could delete it later, but I really like it. You should watch it. It's really good. It's a it's a deep salute for me today. Salute, salute. Now, why don't we go to break? But before we do, which one of... Which one of these songs should we get into for the Rainbow Spotlight? Well, so many. I I think I think there is a song that is uh, it's very diverse. It features a feature from my breast friend Ray Latre. It's uh, it's on the six uh, six cut EP album from Todrick called Quarantine Queen, and this song Work. is called Meow. 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 Featuring Ray Latre. Okay, I, I'm interested to hear this. I saw that, uh, you know, t- the devil works hard, but Todrick works harder. I will say that. She put out a fucking EP called Quarantine Queen. The photo on the cover, I haven't listened to the music yet, but the, the photo on the cover is fucking amazing. So let's get into it. This is Meow by Todrick Hall featuring Ray Latrey. When you meet Carol Baskin, you'll be asking. What the, she, it's, this flow is, Ray has got it. She kills it. And, and the last line of her rap, you will just... I haven't seen anybody sing it and not like go off at that last line, like want to punch their mother. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. Yeah. So hope you like it, Lucy. When you meet Carol Baskin, you'll be asking what's the last thing a rich hubby saw? Was it a pretty little chica from Costa Rica? Or was it just a tiger claw? She took the money and stay. His mama not gonna get paid. She thought that she'd get away, but then they opened the case Damn, lock her up, cause she gon' bite That bitch Carol Baskin, not tonight Love a girl licking on a tiger bone It's your quarantine queen, so stay at home Kitty needs a rescue, Peter be damned Don't misgender staff, baby daddy is a trans man Guess Joe's done with the guns Singing in a cage now, that should be fun Carol is basking under the sun She got 99 tigers, fed a husband to one This episode is brought to you by, who I almost nodded off because this Helix mattress is so comfortable, Helix Sleep. The Helix lineup offers 20 unique mattresses, including the award-winning Lux Collection, the newly released Helix Elite Collection, a mattress designed for big and tall sleepers, and even a mattress made just for kids. I've had several many Helix mattresses for several many years now, and I love I them all. They're all my I've babies. I've read the men's room wall. We have the midnight dusk. We have the uh, we have the one for uh, heavy sleepers, and that's also oh, good. Oh, they're if, all good. If you have slumber parties, if, uh, lots. Of, I love a Helix party, uh, and we are the Helix girls, and we have been for such a long time that we know what works best for us and our bodies. But if you don't know, you could take a Helix sleep quiz and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. They've got models with memory foam layers to provide optimal pressure relief if you sleep on your side. Also models with a more responsive foam to cradle your body for essential support in stomach and back sleeping position. 
options. Ooh, plus enhanced cooling features to help you from overheating at night. And your personalized mattress is shipped straight to your door, free of charge. Helix knows there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it in your own home, so that's why they offer a 100-night trial to try out your new Helix mattress and a 10- to 15-year warranty. Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash Drag. Drag and use code HelixPartner20. This is their best offer yet, and it's not going to last long. It's so good, I'm going to say it again. That's HelixSleep.com slash drag. And use code HelixPartner20. With Helix, better sleep starts now. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small, and when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get those things off your chest. You're literally getting them out of you by speaking them and figuring out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. That's right. And I think, uh, and I've said this before, I think therapy is a very useful tool, whether you've been through something very traumatic or you're just trying to better yourself. Yeah, and if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. You don't have to leave your house. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Yeah, all the therapists have licenses. So get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash drag, drag today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Drag. Here, kitty, kitty, puss, meow, meow, pure, purr, fit, purr, purr. Can I talk about some quarantine content that I recently saw? Yes. I was watching Monique Hart do a five-minute makeup mini challenge thing. And goddammit, if the bitch didn't look better than me most of the time. After five minutes. Five-minute makeup? She did She did the Sally Hansen pantyhose makeup on the face for foundation. And then she put a fan, like, a couple inches from her face and dried it while she threw on, like, a, a red eye, a little bit of liner, a lick of a lash, just bronzer, bronzer, bronzer. And then a lip. And she looked great. I was she's not mad. Got, she's got good hardware, though. She, yeah, she I got mean, the good her, bones. Like, her eyebrow placement naturally is very stunning. What eyebrow? She has stretch. a tuft of white hair on one of her, one of, <laughs> on one of her brows. Her bone structure is, like, just unfathomable. The bones are so, good. The mug don't matter. So, right. So, like... You know, I that's fierce. A five minute makeup, mm-hmm. girl. I girl. Okay, get it. I want to get into. I want to watch that, and I want to try it. It's pretty good. I just been clicking around and like trying to like watch a little bit from all the queens every day and saying hi and commenting and like letting them know that um, I'm looking right over their fucking shoulder now. <laughs> wow. I talked to Sharon last week because I think I was it. Was, she had called like two or three times and I hadn't answered. Because I was busy, and I finally got her to uh, talk to me, and we were hanging out. She's partying a little bit. I don't know how she's finding what she's finding during this quarantine. She must be going through all the handbags. But um, she was having a good old time on the phone, and um, these girls are really stepping it up on the quarantine, bringing us this quality content. 
so much quality content. Mm-hmm. We're getting and a lot of quality content from you guys, too. Writing in with all your letters and your dicks and your titties. So many good things. Well, this is a segment we like to include. Uh, and uh, it has a theme song. <laughs> and it goes as follows. <laughs> Let's get political. 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 I'd like to get political. Ooh. Girl. Um, so some states are reopening businesses already. Georgia is doing so. And I just read this crazy thing that this small business owner was posting. Not crazy. It makes a lot of sense. He was saying uh, the states are being urged to reopen because then the businesses can apply for assistance. And um, if they don't reopen, that means the unemployment will be put on the small businesses instead of back to the state. Do you, does that make sense? Uh, like these... No, well, I don't understand any of this. I'm going to look it up. It was, no, okay. You're right. I mean, there's just this very twisted thing where... Um, the burden of the financial of like keeping the business afloat. Like Mm -hmm. if, if you're not operating, then you can't apply for the loan. And if you don't use the loan to pay payroll, you can't get loan forgiveness. So they're being forced to To reopen, to reopen, but it's not safe. And everyone knows it's not safe, but our government is making it so that they don't really have an option. And then people who are like, well, the law says we can be open. We want to go out and drink and we want to go out and party and we want to go, you know, yeah, it's like a, it's a catch twenty two. I f- I found this statement um, that somebody wrote about the Kemp uh, governor in Georgia. He said uh, Kemp mandates restaurants reopen, whether dining rooms reopen or not. And if this business open files for business interruption insurance, it does not go through since he's allowed to fully operate at capacity. The landlord can demand all the money since he is allowed to operate. Furloughed staff that is collecting unemployment insurance have to go back to work or I have to let them go. Their unemployment insurance then goes on the restaurants tab. If things blow up again, they are still on my tab, not on the states, since they are no longer employed. So this this business owner thinks this is about screwing the working class and small businesses, not about helping. And that whole thing about the airline assistance package, that like that went to a lot of businesses and not individuals. Like I, I, I don't know who that they were, who the, every, everybody that I know that applied for assistance for the loans and stuff like that hasn't gotten mm-hmm. it yet. Right. Because like businesses that aren't so fucking small tend to be getting preferential. Uh, they get it first and they get like a lot of the bulk of this assistance money yeah the big companies are getting bailed out first the the smaller ones you know they're just like gonna you know ask the dust because they've been given nooch i did i did i tried to do the ppe loan and didn't get far they weren't even accepting applications by the time i was done with it on the day that they were accepting them they were full and Mm. it was i was just told well if they're full they're full and i was like really i'm i literally set my alarm to wake up and do this Mm-hmm. I just felt so. What's the word when you keep banging your head against the wall? That. Yeah. If my efforts felt futile, if that makes sense. Futile, yeah. How many states are on lockdown right now? Still, we got 
Washington, Oregon, Idaho, Nevada, California, Arizona, New Mexico, Texas, Oklahoma, Missouri. Are you that's, just looking at the map and doing that? Yeah, that's 10. Louisiana, really Mississippi, Florida, uh, Illinois, Wisconsin, Minnesota, Det- uh, Michigan, Indiana, Ohio, West Virginia, Kentucky, Virginia, North Carolina, South Carolina, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, New York, Vermont, Connecticut, Rhode Island, Massachusetts, Maine. So I think like 27 states. Delaware too, right? Oh, Delaware. She's real small. I forgot about her. Sorry. And Puerto Rico. you know all those states just by their shapes. Yeah, I watched a show called How the States Got Their Shapes. (laughs) And I I really enjoy geography. Um, You should literally go on Carmen Sandiego. I would. I love, I, is, can I win? Can I win? <laughs> I need the well, coin. Well, <laughs> I mean, it doesn't exist anymore, but one of the challenges at the end was you have to like, they yell out a state or a country in a, con- in like a region and uh-huh. you have to like run the thing over and find it on a giant map. Oh, bitch. I will be Carmen Trandiego. Oh, girl. Where in the world is she? Honey, she stole the Eiffel Tower and you don't want to know where she put it. <laughs> so, I don't know. Uh, our pe- I, it's, it's, I, I don't know what the right thing is to do. Seven here. states have reopened, um, but I, I, I don't know how, how, uh, California's on lockdown somehow, but our, cases went up this this weekend they like doubled in orange county and mm. i don't know how we've been on lockdown for a while how do more people keep getting it i know they've like yeah. left like pork processing plants open and stuff too but like yeah i i i'm i'm stupefied how this is still going on but like also it makes sense that i don't know how it's going on because it's like i'm also avoiding the news yeah what are you doing to stay busy? Drag. Doing lots of drag. I have a, uh, it's May 1st, so I have a show today. How wonderful. Uh, I believe it's at 4 p.m. on the West Coast, so 7 p.m. on the East Coast. And, um, yeah, so get into that. Did you turn in your music? Yeah, oh girl, always. You can go over to Stage It and uh the Digital Drag Fest and there are a lot of divas doing shows and it's a great uh it's a great spot to get some quality quality entertainment. Definitely. Yeah. I uh I think we should take a break. I think so too. Bye. Bye. You know, every now and then at Race Chaser, we have the chance to um, tap into the world of drag in a very special way in the form of special Zoom uh, distant... Pop-up entertainers. uh, Yes, pop-up entertainresses. And today we have a very special guest... And you know her as Ben, ben Delacram. Hello. Hi, hi, hi. Thanks for having me, you beautiful ladies. Oh, you look amazing. Thank you. Thank I have you. those same earrings in yellow. 
Uh, these are oh, my wow. very favorite. I wear these far too often, really. But um, I love those so earrings. It's a hoop. It's a drop. It's a post. It's everything you need. It's got everything. Oh, well, you ladies are looking gorgeous in your full day beat as well. Thank, Thank you so you. much. We do. Yeah. We always get in drag for the podcast. I know. So, I know. know. And I'm so glad I could be here to witness it because, you know, I never necessarily believed it until, but yeah. now I can see it with my own eyes. You like yeah, this exactly. long flowing hair and our garments? I do. I do. It's like, it's very Lady Godiva just covering the nips mm. and the, mm-hmm. and the poussoir. You're just saying that because yeah. I smell like horse shit, aren't you? Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes. I'm wondering. Well, <laughs> well, we're really excited to talk to you because you recently launched a new podcast project with Peaches Christ, Jinx Monsoon, and Major Scales by the title of WQUR Queer Quarantine Radio. radio. Do I sound like I'm on old time radio? You do. It's you. Yeah. No, I'm, well, I'm, thanks for having me come chat about it. It's been really fun. And of course, um, talking to the two queens of, of pod are. Uh, Thank you. I'm truly um, in awe. But, um, but yeah, no, it's been really fun to work on and kind of figure out how to do um, something that is, a, that is a scripted thing, a little bit different from, uh, more conversational podcasts, uh, but it's it's been really interesting and fun to figure out how to write with um, this group of people and record all this stuff from a distance when we're new to all of it. But it's been mm-hmm. I'm really I'm very pleased with the response to episode one. So it's really fun. I listened to it and I found it very um, very like comforting. There's something about like just sort of like turning on the old timey radio and hearing the, like there's even like commercial, like parody, like classic radio commercials. Um, And like, there's a bunch of different little mini shows within each, like each podcast episode. Um, There's noir, there's a noir detective drama. Um, There's a family sitcom featuring a young Beelzebub. (laughs) And there's a murder mystery. So it's like everything you want from that like old timey vibe. How often do these come out every week? No, I think it's going to be every two weeks because it okay, is, great. you know, um, it is a, a a thing where we, it's such an intense writing process and then recording yeah. process. I mean, it's, it's a lot of, of material. So people will have to wait um, two weeks between shows, but uh, hopefully they'll, um, they'll get everything they want and more after that. Uh, after that, that wait. Uh, yeah, it's, it was really fun to figure out too, how to put together those, those different, um, styles and figure out how to make them feel really, uh, unique to their, their own genre, but also, um, consistently camp. But, uh, but I'm glad to hear you say that it (laughs) felt, um, comforting because really thinking about that sort of, you know, where the last time Jinx, said it well because she was saying you know the last time the whole world was sort of in the same kind of trauma together that you know was was world war ii and so we're kind of thinking yeah. about this same era where people gathered around the radio for escapist storytelling and so um yeah it feels very fitting and very fun i also like the comfort because in this time of no come farts it's something to do yeah. <laughs> um i I'm, I'm wondering I'm wondering what uh, what type of libations would you recommend for enjoying this podcast? Like an old timey Sazerac, some Coke, some shrooms. Uh, oh, 
Yeah, no, keep it classic. Modelo. I mean, I say it, keep it classic with a with a nice Manhattan or an old fashioned. Mm. I've really been, I have to tell you that in quarantine, I just moved to LA, as you two know, just in time mm-hmm. to be not allowed to see you. Careful yeah. those and, WeHo girls. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we have a yard, which is very new for me. And I have been mixing up all sorts of delightful tiki cocktails. And we've been drinking mm. tiki cocktails in the yard. And that is a true mid-century treat. Um, Polynesian yeah. colonization is perfect with your 1940s radio drama. <laughs> Do you know I just got the um, Golden Girls tiki set? <gasps> and the cups are different sizes. Dorothy's the biggest and <laughs> Sophia's the smallest. It's fucking, it's my favorite thing. I just love it. Oh my word. Well, I know I'm, you are that tiki girl. I am that tiki girl. Will, you, tiki will girl. you bring them over and I'll, I'll shake you up some painkillers and some zombies? Please. Yes, absolutely. Perfect. That would be amazing. Um, I see that you have a Patreon too for um for WQUR. Mm-hmm. Uh, what can we see on the Patreon? I like to always support any drag queen I see on Patreon. I have Courtney. I have Bob and Monet in there. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you. Yeah. Um, I got to get on yours. We, yeah, we're uh we are kind of doing a a, f- a few different tiers where um where people will have early access to material as we record it. So as mm. you know from the show, we have these commercial bits, we have uh, original songs that Major Scales writes. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we will be releasing these pieces as we finish them. Uh, we're also, people get early access to the show and that's kind of the first tier. And then after that, we're going to be sending uh, update videos to people as we work on the show uh, about our writing process, about our recording process, what kinds of things we're brewing and collaborating on. And then we're also um, going to allow people to sit in on our rehearsals through Zoom and watch us do live readings um, before we do our final recording. Oh, wow. No closed set here, honey. No, no. <laughs> That's amazing. You all are fucking so funny and so talented. Ding. And it's um, it's really a joy to listen to. So definitely, everyone within the sound of our voice, check out WQUR quor- Queer Quarantine Radio. And you can get it on... <laughs> you can get... Sorry, we have, um, we have condors. It's a condor <laughs> infestation. <laughs> yeah. And now since the we were going to have them moved, but since the lockdown, uh, we've just they've made this their home and it, it's really hard to um, get them to leave. All that Canelec on fiber makes good nests. <laughs> yeah, it does. Yeah. Uh, so you can get the podcast on Spotify, right? Yes, uh, it's available on Spotify and through Anchor FM. And we will very soon uh, also be on the Apple podcast app as nice. well. How's Check out the podcast. Check out the Patreon. Patreon.com slash WQUR. Uh, what's keeping you busy during quarantine? Are you learning any new hobbies or or uh, reconnecting with old uh, old hobbies? I don't yeah, you know. know, I've been really describing quarantine as rehab for workaholics. It's been, I've mm. been so nonstop you know, on there, I mean, like any of us, like on the road, creating content for so long. And I keep saying, all right, I really need to take a break and sort of figure out what normal people do with their daily lives because I hear mm-hmm. work life balance is a concept. And um, <laughs> so, uh, so this is actually forcing me to live the thing that has both been my fantasy and worst nightmare, which is being domestic, cooking, mm-hmm. uh, and 
you know, it's it's actually been really great. Like I'm still finding all these projects to work on, but um, I really enjoy knowing what it is that normal people do with their days. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's really something sleeping in the same bed every night and you know I gardening know. Uh... and doing ha- work on the house. It's something. Did you ever think you would miss uh, the Atlanta airport? Because <laughs> I do. Yeah, no, I did. Well, generally speaking, I began to feel so at home on those Delta flights, you know, it like really when you're I mean, you guys know that when you're in hotels, sorry, you ladies, you beautiful ladies in drag, when you're (laughs) when you're in hotels all the time that are always different, it's like the flight actually starts to feel like the most consistent place. And I would look forward to them. So it is bizarre to miss that. Same. I haven't missed airports or planes, not once, since this all began. I haven't had that pang of, you know, I just, nope, nothing about it. I've never, uh, nothing about it. You don't wish that someone would wheel a cart by you on Delta One and offer you like a frostbitten sundae with too many toppings? No, I don't want to eat ice cream in an enclosed fucking capsule. Do you, that's like... I'm going to fucking gas out the cabin, Tina. I don't miss the fucking hour and a half, $90 cab ride home from the airport. None of it. None of it. I don't miss any of it. Um. So this is a podcast about Drag Race. So do you have, have you been watching the latest season of RuPaul's Alaska, Drag Race? you know me better than to ask that. Uh, no, I haven't seen a single episode. I've been catching up on Sopranos. <laughs> Shady bitch. Uh, okay. Well, uh, what's it like? Describe the entire season to me. Start at episode one. Um, so, um, there's this um, thin white girl, um, uh-huh. and she's doing really well. She oh, sounds that, pretty. That, that applies to a lot of seasons. So I don't know. Maybe we could. Oh, there's also like someone who is disqualified, but that also applies <gasps> to other seasons. <laughs> that also applies to other seasons. So uh, I don't know. I recommend checking it out, though. It is honestly a really good. Season. I have an honest question. How do I go about this tactfully? If I if I know of someone who used to be a drag queen who probably won't be using their drag anymore, and I like some of her outfits, especially a denim look that she may have worn or may not have worn on the runway last week. <laughs> How do I go about tactfully saying to her, bitch, you ain't using this shit anymore. How about you uh, send it to me? I'll give you some scratch. What are you referring to? I want to buy Sherry's outfit, that denim uh, look from the Stars and Stripes Forever, because she's not going to wear it again. (laughs) Well, it sounds like an awkward conversation. I would just recommend getting her address in a crowbar and calling it a day. Wow. (sighs) Uh, I think it could be arranged, and that would be, that's a legacy item. It is definitely. I mean, that's and, a, that's a double disqualify. She's first of all not on the road using it because quarantina, but also for other reasons. She's probably not gonna ever be get that outfit around. Yeah. Do you want to stick around and listen to some fan questions? Do you have time? I absolutely do. Yay! I have no really very few places to be. Friends, <laughs> so exciting! We'll be right back um, with more Ben de la Creme and some uh, deep into the DM questions. We don't really need to even take a break, so just keep recording. Oh, okay. fine. Then we're not taking a break. <laughs> I mean, we could take the break. But, I don't want to uh, take a break. <laughs> I just got here. Courtney, take your break. <laughs> Courtney, take your break. Okay. Um. Uh, so do let's... you want to? Le- wait, we have to do the intro. Okay. Oh, so yeah, Ben. Yeah, yeah. 
Ben, um, yes. imagine that we are deep inside like a really dark cave. Okay. Mm-hmm. And you hear like the dripping of the stalactites and stalactites. Uh, and then we say, we're going to go. Spelunky. Unky. Deep. Deep. Into the, the DMs. Was that a gopher? How'd that gopher get in the cage? <laughs> That's ah! wonderful. Oh, God. The birds are in the cave. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're definitely in the business of transporting. Um, those, those blind albino birds. Yeah. <laughs> They're a new species. They've never been discovered. <laughs> um, okay. I'm going to read this first one. Okay. Dear Alaska. <laughs> is that okay? Yeah. Okay, I'm, I love it. <laughs> Dear Alaska and Willem, this is Christy, Gigi's mom. Ah! Writing to tell you, Gigi's on season 12. Gigi's the skinny white girl we were talking about that was doing really I've good. I've heard, I've heard she's doing very well. Jinx compared her to herself. <laughs> Wonderful. This is great. <laughs> okay. This is Christy, Gigi's mom, writing to tell you how much I love your podcast. I put on my headphones and roam all over Woodstock, Illinois, with a big smile on my face or laughing out loud. I appreciate your pure joy at reporting about all things drag and have learned way more about gay sex than I ever thought I would. <laughs> An entertaining and educational podcast is always appreciated. One of the most disappointing parts of this quarantine is not being able to meet all of the drag queens I've gotten to know and love since Gigi has been on the show. My two other sons and I were going to go to L.A. to help with Gigi's DragCon booth. I was even going to make us all matching outfits. It was so disappointing when I found out that it was canceled. Willem, I also believe that you lent Gigi some key pieces for her time on the Drag Race filming, so thank you so much. It's such an expensive undertaking. I don't know how queens just starting out can afford to pay designers for all the looks they're supposed to bring for filming. So glad you are still podcasting during the pandemic. It's nice to have something to look forward to every week besides Drag Race, of course. Love, Christy. Gigi's mom! Yay! Friend of the mother this, pod. She's, she brought up a really, uh, imp- it's a topic that I would like to talk about with you, Ben, is the sort of pressure now for the queens to be so put together and have such custom things on the runway. It's almost like a given that if it's not a custom garment on the runway, it's like almost not acceptable. Anymore. Oh, no. T- torn to shreds. Absolutely. So how do they... How does this work? Do uh, do they just go severely into debt b- before I, going on Drag Race? Or I mean, I think that, right? Like, I mean, that's the, the, you either, you have debt, you have means, or you have, like, some extreme skills and ingenuity to make your own stuff. And, yeah. you know, so there's the, I mean, I was very fortunate on, uh, all stars that I had the the bankroll from being on season six, right? I mean, that's yeah. you see that step up on all stars, but you know, I really it's a I always am a little saddened by the commentary on the runway when something looks homemade or doesn't look like it's couture off a runway because right. I mean, isn't that I mean, we're constantly referencing Paris is burning, and sure there was some mopping, but so much more of it was the creativity of making something look like magic out of out of having nothing um you know i mean that's what excites me i can definitely say this season my favorite look on the on that i've seen was a homemade look it was crystal's freddy krueger look you know 
And some mm, sometimes yeah, sometimes good. something is is homemade and still the idea is there, the joke is there. It it's just so right that it can't beat something with like ten thousand crystals and a custom like powder puff or something, you know? Like I heard about yeah. I heard about how much some of the All Stars girls spent on like their props and just their talent show <sighs> stuff. And it, it's it's a lot. Yeah. I had I had no money for when I was shopping for All Stars. I had like a little bit of scratch from a couple of gigs from season four, but like I remember thinking, like I'm not, I'm going into this cha- this competition with not enough clothes because I didn't have anything, and I was still shopping like two days before when they said, "Actually, stay home. We don't like you." Um, well, luckily, there's always under the vending machine to get more garments. <laughs> 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 the next message do you want to read? From sure, Sip? that'd be so fun. Hey, Alaska Rinto, <laughs> Wilhelmina, and Double Dippery the Third, and Ben De La Creme. My roomie and I were watching RuPaul's Drag Race latest episode, and were absolutely living for Jeff Goldblum chemistry with the queens. Even though I was taken aback by him choosing. By his by choosing him in the first place, we were looking forward to see his backstage appearance in Untucked, but they didn't show it to us. Any thoughts on why not? Love y'all so much. Sorry, no drink pics. I don't have one, and I wouldn't want to put subject you to my quarantine body. Okay, Siv. Um, I I usually find that they throw in the the guest pop ups in uh, Untucked when they don't have enough drama manufactured. Mm-hmm. You know, like remember that episode Dita was there. They could have totally like made them go into that room with Dita, but like they aren't they're not gonna interrupt a fight for a celebrity pop-up. Yeah. So did co- correct me, I, I don't I don't know, but did Jeff Goldblum go and visit, but they just didn't air it, or he just didn't? Uh, I don't, don't know. I don't watch Untucked. Yeah. Um you weren't there, Willem. Uh mm-hmm. <laughs> as the guest bartender in the gold bar. No. <laughs> Sleeping my way. Uh, yeah, I mean, I like Jeff Goldblum. I think he's so funny, and he's such a fucking weirdo. And, oh, he's so uh, weird. He's magnificent. He yeah. was crying. Yeah, he's yeah. He was he was very moved by the whole thing. So I thought he was he did a great job as a. I mean, as a guest. the judges showing the judges the vulnerability that they were looking for. That's that's judging <laughs> right there. <laughs> Also, I've I had think- a crush on Jeff Goldblum since Earth Girls Are Easy. That was a sexual awakening for me. Oh, oh he wow. was that Goldblum covered in in Crayola colored fur. Yeah, very that. The the guest judge though coming going back to see the girls in Untucked. That isn't something that it's happened a lot this season, but I don't think it's a given. I think it's like a special treat when that happens. Yeah, they don't always do it. I'm just saying we shouldn't expect it every week. That's all. <laughs> um. Uh, anyway, uh, the next message is from Dallas. Hey, sis, sis, and sir. Longtime writer, first time listener. <laughs> okay, this is a journey. So if you have time to answer, much appreciated. If you don't, I completely understand. Should we go on to the next one, or should we? If go you want, it? this one's kind of juicy. Okay, fine. Let's do, do whatever it. you like, though. Yeah, ring out the juice. Here, uh, Blame it on the juice. Okay, here we go. From Dallas. I matched with a guy on Tinder in early February before Miss Rona made her debut on the main stage, and we quickly began dating and seeing each other regularly. He lives about two hours away from me and couldn't leave a 60-mile radius from whence he lived once corona started to spread due to work restrictions, so the burden of travel fell upon me if we wanted to see each other. 
at the time, I thought we were only seeing each other, <laughs> so we felt comfortable going to see each other. Oh, at the time, I thought we were only seeing each other. Okay. When he invited me over Easter weekend, I hopped to the thought of seeing him again. The visit turned sour when I noticed him being shady on his phone. He basically had it perpendicular to his face, but unwittingly he had faced it toward his window at night and a reflection was clearly visible. He was on Grinder. I decided to let it go as we weren't exclusive, but I still thought it was shitty. Later that eve, we were watching a movie in bed, and he was behind me on the phone the majority of the time. All I could think was that he was probably on Grinder. The next morning, as our Lord was rising, I decided to download Grinder to see if he was really on. He was, and he would log on every time I got out of bed to pee or get water. But that paled when I noticed him getting hard while texting on his phone. Mind you, I'm stark naked lying next to him and probably the only person with a full set of teeth in an 80-mile radius. Maybe he likes it gummy. Uh, My heart fell like pheromone on All Stars 4. I decided to make my leave and headed back home. Once I got home, I let him know that I knew what he was doing on his phone, and he admitted to it, and Apollo lied. <laughs> I'm clearly not pursuing him romantically anymore, but I'm torn whether I should remain friends with him. He became a part of my everyday life while we were dating, but sis, the level of disrespect, he couldn't wait two days to talk to a rando. Any input would be much appreciated. Love, some f- cunt from Dallas. Wow. Wait. So what's the question mark? Does he like a gummy? <laughs> I'm looking for the question in here. What are we? He the wants question to know is, how you, yeah. The question is, should they remain friends? And here's, I mean, this is my initial response to this is he didn't, he didn't lie to you. He, you know, I mean, you, you weren't, you hadn't established that you were exclusive. He didn't lie to you when you finally approached him about it. What I think you should have done differently is had a conversation while you were face to face and been like, hey, you on grinder, sis? What's going on? Then you can have a conversation about like why he's on grinder, what it's all about between the two of you. So, you know, he yeah, it's shitty and gross. And I think that people uh, spend way too much time on their fucking phones. But. He also didn't lie to you, so I don't know. What do you think? Um, I, I think Ben should give his opinion for sure. What would you do? <laughs> okay. To me, the issue is is that we're in a worldwide pandemic. What are you doing trying to hang out with strangers and breathe on them? And like, get at like stay in your house. Like, Let's how tea. wildly you know? It's one thing if this other person is driving 60 miles or whatever to see this person and that's the one person they're seeing. But like the real issue of of being on Grinder in that situation is that that's endangering the health of the person you're dating as well as yourself. Yeah. I just, I'm outraged. I'm outraged. I'm not but. Sa- Maybe he wasn't, like, intentionally wanting to meet them. Maybe it's, like, a form of, like, ambient porn is, like, it's, like, it's like more realistic porn being, like, oh, well, I see this guy and he actually lives around me and then I can, like, visualize that. So, like. I, I think under non-coronavirus circumstances, I agree <laughs> with you. It's a conversation that needs to be had and you can't necessarily get upset with somebody for an assumption you made. 
Here's what I would do. I would make the conversation even harder to have. I would take his phone and then I would change the language settings to Korean. Wow. <laughs> and then I would leave and Shady I bitch. I would only talk to him again. Shady bitch. Yeah. Don't 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 talk to another ass when you got ass right there unless you're planning on a three-way. And that's if I was caught hey, on grinder, that's hey, what woman. I, I've definitely been caught sucking a dick in my own home of a penis that should not have been in my mouth by <laughs> by someone who usually puts their penis in my mouth. Um, Were you and, at least wearing a mask? <laughs> <laughs> it, I mean, I wouldn't call it makeup at that point. It was so smeared around. Um, yeah, and it was one of those things where you're like, how do you get caught? Like, is it red-mouthed if it's in your mouth? Red-handed? Mm-hmm. I was using my hands too, um, which is even a bigger problem because usually you're on the floor sucking a dick and you lean forward and you got your hand on like the floor and then it's on the dick and then it's in your mouth and it's it is a bigger discussion to have nowadays. It's not sanitary. Not sanitary. And uh, do you do you want to read the next message? Sure. Yeah, Willem, read it. Ooh, this is from Zachary. He says, "Hello, Alaska, Willem, and Dipper, and Ben de la Creme. I was wondering, how did they know? Knew. <clears throat> God is God is good. I was wondering if you have been. Uh, wait, I have wonder. I was wondering if you have seen Ariel's OnlyFans she has with her boyfriend. I haven't subscribed, but from the pics I've seen, I might have to." Much love. Keep up the good work. Here's a dick pic for priority. Thank you, Zachary, for this intriguing information. And yeah, and genital region. I really like that too. Well, I'm sort of, I've I've been on the fence about this because I know that some of the some of the Rue girls have have gotten on OnlyFans and are are doing more like adult material. And I'm like, go for it, diva. Work. I'm very all about that, but I'm also like, should we talk about it on the pod? Is it sort of disrespectful? Is it like blowing up their like their private side? Is it beneficial to talk about it on the pod? Because then they're going to get more fans and followers. I don't know. It's treacherous to me. I don't I don't know. uh, I don't know if we should, you know, talk about it. Should we bleep her name? What do you think? I don't I honestly don't know. Well, is it private if it's on OnlyFans? It's not. We had an OnlyFans. Anybody can look it up, but you can't see the content unless you pay for it. Mm-hmm. Um, my only problem with OnlyFans is like the interfacing, and once you're banned from it, you can't get on again. So even if I wanted to see it, I couldn't because I tried to join again when I saw Tony Untucked because apparently the Vixen has three thighs, basically. <laughs> and I needed, to, I needed to check that out a little bit further. Uh... And um, and only- you're blocked. Yes, I'm blocked from all OnlyFans. I can't lock. I've tried four different email addresses now, and they won't let me sign up. Every time it gets to the payment part, it won't let me sign up. Different they devices. Don't like you. They no, don't they want don't. Your money. It was it was because the fracas with Race Chaser and everything. They couldn't handle the quality content. The fracas. Well, uh, I say, girls diversify your income streams fucking go for it absolutely oh. wait we're doing okay. a little research oh it's her boyfriend her it's her and her boyfriend tina oh it's also i mean oh! we're all trying to figure out how to make our living in corona times oh wow well it looks like they are living for sure so they're She's finding a full way face <laughs> well he put his full face in there i don't know if that counts as full face no scroll up scroll up <laughs> 
That's a beat right there. Oh, well, girl, her boy interview She's for thugged. the season was also full face. Let's be frank. Or Francesca. She's, <laughs> She's wow. mugged. She's stamped. That is uh, exciting. And I say more power to you, Divas. Also, uh, also, it's good to see that they're keeping the New Jersey Turnpike clean. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Um, well, the next message, uh, hey, Alaska Willem and Big Dipper Bo Bipper on Race Chaser Pod Brown. <laughs> so back in 2018, I went to my first drag show at the Haters Roast Tour in San Diego. Everything was going lovely with the gals performing, but real tea, I was excited to see Willem do her set. Uh, the time came for Willem to do her roasts and in the middle of the set, your dick and ball popped out for the whole crowd in the theater to witness. My question is, how the fuck did you keep your composure and finish your set with the up, utmost calmness and confidence in the world? Have you always had this confidence and boss ass bitch aura in you? I'm really struggling with body issues, hence the lack of dick pic. But how did y'all get to the point of being so comfortable in your bodies that not even a dick slip in front of hundreds of people bother you? Thanks for the content and the read. Love, Kevin from Tahoe. Not Tuckahoe, Tahoe. Wait, were you at this show too, Ben? Did did we do Uh hey... Yeah, you did it every night. I mean, I feel like you would have been really, you would have been really self conscious if if it had stayed in your panties, right? Yeah, I mean, I, that would have been the true embarrassment. Yeah, yeah. I would have been pissed. Um, would I would have been so off brand. I I always like um, I like giving people something that's unexpected. Uh, yeah. Even if it's like, uh, we we did a show together, and I think I. We were, it was some cabaret show on a cruise. I think all three of us were in it. But, like, I was doing some number really, really, really drunk. Like, I don't know how I was walking, especially because my legs were saran wrapped together. Was um, that when you were wearing the sombrero? I was the Mexican mermaid, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but I remember, like, singing, and then, like, a big note was about to come up, and then the end of the song, and I was like, well, let me just stop on the big note. And then I just walked away, and, like, everybody was like, is he going to finish? And I was just like, I'm done. I like doing unexpected things, and I think balls at a drag show are usually really unexpected because people try so hard to hide them. And my balls yeah. are one of my best features. Like they yeah. can they can do shiny, they can do shave, they can do texture, they can do rhinestones, they can do, they can do, they can do comedy, they can do um, dramatics. Yeah, um, I I really appreciate them there, and it's not that I'm overly confident with my body at all because I definitely have flaws that I'm working on and stuff. It's just that like, it's not, it's not worth caring. Like, Oh my God, somebody saw my cellulite or somebody saw like, we have one life and I'm an entertainer and I use every facet that I can to entertain. And that includes my testicular region. Yeah. It's also limited to my testicular region. Pretty much. I, I agree completely. I mean, we put it all out there and like our body is our tool for, for drag. And so like, I don't know. I'm I'm all about it. Oh, the we've seen. I, <laughs> the more I, I mean, I I have never um, presented my um, testicles on stage for the masses, but uh, this new but, radio show, there's a chance. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that hey, subscribe to the Patreon. But um, I do feel <laughs> like girl. Uh, I do feel like the more that I've just been in front of audiences, both on, I mean, seriously, being on the first uh, season of Drag Race that I was on in season six, it was, 
I mean, I was not a person who liked to take my shirt off in front of people. And suddenly you're like changing and like tucking in front of a national, international audience. And Mm -hmm. it's just, you, you stop caring and it just, it's very freeing to just, when you put it all out there, you, it's like, there's nothing left to worry about. Free as wind on this beach. Uh, I'm um, as free as the wind on this beach. Should we wrap up? Yeah. Wait, okay. what about Samantha? We'll, the the honey. one that I... <laughs> honey, it's called anal sex, and it's fabulous. He had funky spunk. <laughs> um, we can wrap up, or you can read Mason, because that is an interesting question with a good picture submission. But Mason! Okay. Hello, Alaska Belli, Big Willem, and Dipperella 5000. My name is Mason, and I had a question regarding the Drag Race Judges panel. As to my recollection, the only two drag queens to ever be on the panel have been RuPaul and Michelle Visage, and I was wondering if any of you either had any insight as to why. Uh, as there are becoming more and more Ru girls coming to the workroom to join Ru with his walkthroughs, it's baffling to me why we still haven't gotten any queens on the judges panel. Do you think this will ever happen? Bonus question. If either of you were part of the cast for Selecret Celebrity Drag Race, who would be your dream celebrity coach, given that there are actually celebrities this time? Wow. Thank you, God, for all this pod you're supplying during quarantine. Love you, girls. And attached below are my explicit drink picks with my best leopard print eleganza brought to you by pre-quarantine Goodwill Finds. Love you all, Mason. Also, follow up. I know I have a baby face, but I assure you I'm 18 plus, And I'm just realizing now that one of my lights are out in my kitchen, but I'm fully clothed now, and I've already emailed you guys so sorry about it bye lol oh wow we're not lo- we're not looking at the lights in the background diva <laughs> oh see i thought he had a pizza but it's a leopard print plate yes leopard print plate leopard print teapot um leopard print cowboy hat and, and i see uh, his spout and his handle <laughs> with that teapot Turn her over and pour her out, girl. <laughs> Tip her over and pour her out, Nima. Okay. Um, I, I who, have. A, who I would have you? A, sorry, I have an you answer for the first part of that question. Uh, Matthew, tell. Matthew told me that there will never be another queen on the panel. A sitting, and? a seated. Why is that? I don't remember, but he said there will never be another seated drag queen on the panel. Um. Also, Elvira was on there, and I consider Elvira to be drag. Right, yeah. like she was in character and like in makeup when she was on there. So, but Rue wouldn't. Yeah, she wouldn't consider her drag. <laughs> she definitely wouldn't. <laughs> Press the shade button, please. Hey. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. Who knows? But the the who would you want to make over on Secret Celebrity Drag Race? Ben, who would you do? Uh, Mike Pence. <laughs> Don't she you would feel be like that stunning. would she would be stunning and I feel like that's really just like what she needs to to like shift gears at this point right like she's just repressed and needs to be freed I love it I agree what about you Alaska um I would want like someone really stunning like um like Omarosa um or like someone who would be like really brick like um Pendulette from Penn and Teller <laughs> um or someone really old like fucking Debbie Reynolds or like fucking Joan Rivers or somebody okay Cloris Leachman or somebody mm. Cloris just her fucking line of ponchos taped and yanked 
Uh, How about you, Wilhelmina? I I would I would probably do Neil. Okay. Yeah, I already kind of drag coached him, so probably yeah, him. Yeah, she's your drag daughter. Yeah, she's my drag daughter. Thank you so much for listening, and thank you for being here, Ben. Uh, thank you We for appreciate you me. so much. Um, get into WQUR Queer Quarantine Radio uh, on Spotify. And um, thank you for listening to Hot Goss. You can send us all your questions to racechaserpodcast at gmail.com. Good questions and nudity get priority boarding after military. That's right. We have bonus video content available on patreon.com slash Willem. Sign up to be a patron and support us. You can search using the hashtag race chaser and you can watch our videos a la carte. Mm-hmm. And you can follow the dolls at Willem at the only Alaska 5000 and at race chaser pod along with at mm-hmm. Ben de la Creme. We will be back next week with more piping, piping. steaming, scalding, boring, boring. Hot Goss is a Forever Dog podcast. Produced by Big Dipper. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Mixed and mastered by Will Pitts. Our theme song is graciously provided by ATF Enterprises. This goss is hot. Hot.